Okay, take it easy. Good advice for Sunwing Travelers. This story was uh, breaking during our show yesterday. Sunwing Travelers stranded at Pearson after some sort of computer glitch and the booking system went down. Here's travel expert Marty Firestone with the very latest. He joins us now. Marty, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, Do we have any clarification from Sunwing as to what exactly happened yesterday, Marty? Sheer mayhem. I can't explain it any other way. It's something technical with their server or their provider, but for whatever it's worth, it has caused absolute chaos. And I don't think it's over yet. There still is no confirmation that everybody's back to normal. And at some point, trips could get canceled here because if you are going on a one-week trip and you're already into day two, I mean, what's the point? So got to watch what happens in the next couple of days. Yeah, so what's your recourse as a traveler if you've been kind of stranded at Pearson here in Toronto that, uh, never mind the plane taking off, your vacation hasn't taken off? Yeah, that's a great question. And couple that with the pent-up demand to travel. I haven't been anywhere in two and a half, three years. I'm finally taking my one-week trip. I've booked it off work. I've done all that, and I'm going to get married. <laughs> like Now what? You're not even getting to that destination. So it's beyond frustration. Now, what are they entitled to? That's the big question of the day. From a passenger rights standpoint, that's Sunwing that has to honor those things. I'm being asked, will trip cancellation or interruption cover anything? And I'm telling you, it's really confusing how to understand who's going to foot the bill, who's going to cover the costs. And that's where everybody's pretty frustrated at this point. And, you know, this is obviously not the first and sadly won't be the last time we see one of these computer glitches, uh, strand travelers. I'm thinking back uh, just a few months ago, there was a big outage right across, I think, uh, the U.S. along the eastern seaboard there that made uh, huge headlines. Whatever happened to just the old-fashioned way, paper tickets, uh, having uh, paper in your hand and boarding the plane, Marty? Yeah, it's called the computer. I mean, who's kidding who? It's helped the industry tremendously in the speed and efficiency. However, when it does have a fault, it can, it can cause havoc that we never used to face before. And that's a, the insurance companies have got to face that issue, too. It used to be just mechanical problems or weather problems that postponed or interrupted a flight. Now it's technical issues, and I don't think they've addressed it fully in, in their wording. All right, meantime, a U.S. judge has dismissed the federal masking mandate in the United States. That happened yesterday. There were reports that when the news broke, there were people on one flight that uh, openly cheered. And since there is no more masking mandate on U.S. airplanes, uh, how might this affect somebody's uh, trip here in Canada, Marty? Yeah, so here's the deal. If a flight is leaving Canada and going elsewhere or is coming into Canada from elsewhere, masks will still be mandatory. So that's the key. And I think that's great because honestly, you know, now that you don't have to do the negative antigen test to come back into Canada, you never knew if that person sitting next to you had or was a carrier or could be a problematic situation. Now you are going to have no masks also. I mean, that is a problem waiting to happen. So the good news, I think anyway, is that masks will still be mandated for Canadians coming in, I should say, anybody coming into Canada, anybody flying out of Canada. And that's really important. All right. So if you're on a uh, you're leaving a U.S. destination coming, say, here to Toronto, to Pearson, and you're on a U.S. Uh, carrier, masks are still mandated, sorry? Every, everybody should be wearing a mask. Yes, absolutely. All right. Good clarification there. And also some uh, clarification when it comes to those that have entered Canada, you are required, and this made some headlines over the last uh, week or so, Marty, and caught a lot of people by surprise as travel is, uh, as you mentioned, once again up and rejuvenated, if you will. 
that you were still required to wear a mask for 14 days after arriving back here? Yeah, it's one of the best kept secrets around. I mean, it is shocking how that, when I read it, it was news to me. I really did not know that was part of the procedure. Having said that, Who's going to enforce it? There's no way there's any enforcement at any level here. It's not clear whether it's masking in public settings or it's in private settings. It's very unclear. I say add it to the list of things that just don't make any sense anymore. But having said that, it is evidently being told to people coming in that they have a 14-day period where they have to wear a mask. All right. And just finally, is that uh, if you're coming from anywhere, is it just international flights? Does it matter? Even if Canadians are coming in from the U.S. and you're coming back from a vacation, you are expected to mask when you are back in Canada for 14 days. All right. Great information, as always, from our travel expert, Marty Firestone, who joins us on this Tuesday. Marty, much appreciated, as always. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Take care. You as well. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.